Welcome to We're Out There, a podcast about the uncanny, unconventional, and irreverent facets of life on this planet and yours. With Neil Tredre, Kyle Lee, and me, Eric Newman. Hello, everybody. Welcome to yet another episode of We're Out There, a podcast about the uncanny, unconventional, and irreverent facets of life, both on this planet and on yours. With me, unfortunately, I mean, I'm sorry, was I speaking, saying that out loud? The greatest person I've ever done a podcast with in the entire world, Kyle Lee. Hi, Kyle. How I'm are you? I'm honored, and, and this is the greatest podcast I've ever done. I somehow find that hard to believe, but I'll take it. That's wonderful. And again with us is terrestrial broadcaster and Cuban former resident, Neil Tredre. Hi, Neil. Yeah, not current resident, I would say, for sure. You're like a, uh, yeah. That's good. So uh, to this episode today, we're talking about the Havana Syndrome. But seriously, um, it's about a sonic weapon that's been used to harm many diplomats and many government officials and many people that we've had, uh, many people that we've sent to Cuba. That's where it started. It also started. It also started spreading into. Uh, or the events of it happening have started spreading into other countries that we have rather tenuous relationships with, like Russia and China. Uh, but before we get to that, let's take a step back to our UFO report. The Pentagon's UFO report came out two weeks ago, I think, and we did an episode on it. And it um, it's up there if you go to whereoutthere.net slash W-O-T-04. W-O-T-0-4, I should say. Uh, along with the Pentagon's full text of the UFO report at whereoutthere.net slash UFO report, you could see all of it in its beautiful Microsoft Word-clad formatting and no redactions because it's made for a civilian audience like us. Uh, is there any, any new news about that? Have you guys heard anything new about the UFO report or about people talking about the UFO report or about, I don't know, anything around that area in the last week? Too? Not really, and I think that was probably by design. It was, uh, it was kind of a, it was kind of a weak report. It didn't say a lot of very exciting things. Um, it didn't say anything definitive or anything groundbreaking, and it was covered uh, for like two days, and then everyone kind of forgot about it. Although we did have other tragedies that uh, took over the headlines. That's right. Like yesterday was July 4th, another day celebrating the imperialist and genocidal nature of our country. And why should we do that in 2021? Uh, Neil, your thoughts. <laughs> On the UFO report or US one. No, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I mean, there are people that really believe that. Those are the people that have graffitied its communist race theory onto buildings in gentrified Brooklyn. But their lack of understanding, something that we could fill another podcast episode about. But no, the, uh, oh, the I, UFO report. I've got report. plenty to say on that. <laughs> okay, that's great, Kyle. You, I was asking you, new, UFO report, anything? Have you heard anything Yeah, new? I, 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 with Kyle, I think it was uh, kind of a news dump. You know, Friday afternoon they released it. Um, you know, just some feedback from people that I, I speak with uh, saying that they also thought it was hard to believe that it was Chinese or Russian uh, you know, crafts. I guess you wouldn't say airplanes per se. Right. Crafts. Technology. Could it be um, Russian or right. Chinese technology? Right. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, just because, like, uh, you know, they, their their point of view was it's it's tough to imagine um, that China, Russia, whoever would have that technology 
and waste it on flying around some ships. Sure. And uh, that's actually, it's a very good segue into the, it's called the Havana Syndrome, like I mentioned, the ultrasonic weapons that are potentially ultrasonic, potentially infrasonic, which is a new word that I learned today, and, uh, or, or microwave. And it comes from the same, it has, it's in the same sphere of questioning as, as UFO technology, rather UAPs, where we don't know exactly where it's coming from. At least this time, we're pretty sure that it's, a, it's an earthbound sonic weapon. It's something that humans have created, rather than the stuff we talked about last time. In fact, the, um, the Associated Press has released some recordings of it, uh, and we, there's a, the University of Michigan report that we'll get to in a minute that talks about it. Here's one of those recordings. It might be a little high-pitched since we're talking about ultrasonic weaponry. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, Havana, get it? Yes, that's, that's very good. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't know. That sounds like it could be a. So, um, it dates back to about 2016, the first reports of the Havana syndrome, and every year that's ticked on since 2016, there has been new reports of it happening. There has been new reports of it happening in. To new people, and to new people in different parts of the government, to new people in different parts of the world. But everybody, the, the coincidence seems to be that they're, all of the victims are United States government officials. Uh, I'm sorry, United States and Canadian government officials. Uh, the U.S. in 2017 recalled the Cuban diplomats or the diplomats that they sent to Cuba. And a couple years later, Canada did the same yeah, thing. I mean, c- Cuba, keep in mind course, that... that- this is happening to intelligence personnel. So if other countries, right. if, if, they're, if they're spies were being affected by this, it's not like there's a discord where all of the different intelligence agencies right. get around and compare symptoms. So as far as, when you as, see, far this as is, we know, it's affected it's, U.S. This is another corollary to what we talked about last week. It's very similar in terms of the people that are trying to, it's happening to some people in government and they have their own process that they're trying to walk through and they can't quite pinpoint where it's coming from. Um, and it could be Russian or Chinese. Who knows? It doesn't seem to be exactly Cuban despite my lovely... Well, it's, so. it's funny that it, it's... They're calling it Havana Syndrome because, of course, it was first recognized, or at least it was uh, documented with enough consistency among cases for it to, you know, for it to be found out that it was a, that it was a thing. Like people can have. Well, there were numerous cases that started coming out it, of exactly. Havana. I mean, it had it was there was a cluster of people that were getting affected by this. So they call it Havana Syndrome. I don't know if that was a political thing or not because. It was an administration that was not. It was a little icy. Spoiler alert, it was. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, well, I agree. But, um, I mean, this has affected more than 130 different personnel all across the government. But these are the people that well, uh, we, should we, we really keep care saying about them too much? Are they, all, are they helping us? Are they fighting the for us? These are CIA agents. It, I mean, they were State Department officials and they were CIA White House officials. staffers. State, think about it, though. State Department, White House, CIA. Those are three different... They're related, but those are three no, different it, parts it, of the it government. happened to... It, yeah, I think DOD. There were some DOD personnel as well, I think. Yeah, but th- these, are, these are... If I'm not these mistaken. These are people that are... They're generally people that, that are maybe doing stuff that might not be their assigned or 
or declared tasks. I mean, they're 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 spies. And I mean, I I don't know if I would I wouldn't necessarily go that far. I think that they might be doing tasks that they're assigned to do, but those tasks are irritating our adversaries, and that's why they're being. Well, th- so that's, they're being hurt that's by this question. weapon that we don't are really, we can't really track. Or is, is this is this a side effect of of trying to hear what they're discussing or read what's I mean, on their phone very... or their hard drives or whatever? Uh... No, no, no. These people have been scanned with MRIs and they've noticed different changes to the brain. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, there was a, a former CIA, or I'm sorry, I think he still works at the CIA, mm-hmm. uh, Polymeropolis. Uh, that is a hell, a hell of a Greek name. Uh, very uh, malleable. I thought it was Italian. Up. <laughs> anyway, uh, he said he was awoken in the middle of the night. Now, this was a guy that was in a very uh, crit- critical position in the CIA in the sense that he was investigating what's going on in the Middle East, or he was investigating what was going on in the Middle East, and then he became the number two official for clandestine operations in Europe, including investigating... As CNN writes, Russian meddling in the 2016 election. So, um, but it's a variety, mostly CIA people. And, they've, and it's mostly CIA people that are operating uh, extra nationally. Is that the right word to use? In operating, you know, foreign spies. Yes, a, spies. As I was right. saying, it seems to be affecting spies. <laughs> but they're also ha- it's also happening to White House staffers. It's happening to Canadians. Um, which you know they mean, have spies in Canada as Canada. well. <laughs> this this wow. is a this is a this is uh, but there's people that sky, aren't, aren't spies. Craft. Yes, and sometimes people get crossed in the caught in the crossfire. But you're talking about technology that has been developed to either listen in to what's going on in rooms where they're not supposed to have ears, or to disrupt the ability for someone to to undertake clandestine covert operations. It's pretty clear who the targets are unfortunately their families are sometimes caught up in this um but it's also pretty clear that yes this obviously this isn't aliens and obviously it's not canada or cuba um it is going to or any other country that actually no i was going to say any other country that starts with c but it might be china so yeah we don't know we're talking about our two biggest adversaries as far as world could it be russian or chinese technology I mean, every time I, I keep playing well, yes, that bit, I know it's getting annoying. But like again, that, but you can ask that question. People think Russia or China are the ones creating these these technologies that are freaking us out. Is because those are the two countries that would create technologies that would freak us out. Because we are in a trilateral yeah, no, right. like new race here, and it's not a space race. This is a technological dominance race, and we're we're in the middle of it. This is a this is a a byproduct of having such icy relationships with our foreign adversaries and uh we're we're seeing the kind of stuff that can come out of this the insane technology that can be developed under our noses or completely out of our sight and we have no idea these kind of things exist until they're hitting us on the white house lawn right I, I, you you have a point, and I and I think this is more reasonable to suggest that China and Russia have Skunk Works projects working on sonic weapons because we definitely do, and it's not something like creating, it, it's not something that breaks the laws of physics. If anything, it plays with the laws of physics to exploit them and to cause what's been what's what's been measured as damage to people's brains oh, yeah, and to people's senses of and to people's auditory systems, their spatial. Uh, visual systems. This guy Polymeropolis uh, just said, 
I was awoken in the middle of the night. I just had incredible vertigo, dizziness. I wanted to throw up. The room was spinning. I couldn't even stand up without falling down. I had tinnitus, tinnitus ringing in my ears. Had massive headaches. And that's pretty consistent with the other symptoms that other people, there were, like I said, more than 130 people, that uh, it's very consistent with the symptoms that they had. Uh, and, it's and also so- consistent with too much Cuban rum. Yeah, I mean, you or know, if you drink too is, much yeah, gas station Cuban coffee uh, in South Florida, you know, that's I, I'm, I'm actually glad you brought that up because, you know, we, we started to identify this as an issue in 2016, 2017. But really, for all we know, these could have there could have been isolated incidents going back who knows how long because these aren't that's right. I mean, we were developing are, these aren't crazy symptoms, these aren't things that you never experience, these are things you might experience right. if you stand up too fast after you've been sitting down for a while well no 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 no. but remember remember there's some of these are acute effects that disappear over time others are lasting effects that can be measured when these people get back to the mainland and that's why a concentration of them happening in the same diplomatic housing people start talking and they start to raise the raise the red flag they're like hey i'm not the only one that is having this problem every day other people are having right. it too. I mean, that's that's how you identify. But that's exactly the same kind of. But that's exactly that's, what we were talking about last time with UAPs. But it's also, you know, it's a it's a uh, what is it psycho uh, psychogenetic. You know, it, you, it 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 can lead itself to um, what's the word I'm trying to say? Psychosomatic. Like, Psychosomatic kind of thing, yeah. You know, they're psychogenetic where the, the brain creates these sure. symptoms. You know, yeah. you prime people for it. The actual, you know, beginning of it, the onset of it was like there was one or two cases in Havana where somebody went to medical and said, hey, you know, I'm having these problems. And then they said, well, let's ask around. So they go and they ask around, hey, are you having any problems, any symptoms? Uh, you know, are you feeling unwell? I mean, and, there were some people you know, that lost so, well, their yeah, hearing. Maybe, maybe I am. Immediately. You know, they, there were some people but, that when they went to medical, they couldn't hear what they were saying because they that's what this, whatever it is, whatever this ultrasonic, infrasonic, hypersonic, supersonic microwave technology is. Psychogenic was the word I was looking for. What is psychogenic? Um, uh, like originating with the brain, I think. Like oh. it's mass hysteria yeah, so essentially it's, it's, is what it is. I mean, that's what, you're but that was a, like sick the history. Thinking that you're being made sick. <laughs> Well, right, but I mean, hysteria was a classic diagnosis used for, I don't know, like Tr- women on their women. period That's... 60 years ago. Well, okay, but I mean, take exactly. away the, the actual historical, you know, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, well, what I'm saying that was that what this would be if it didn't have results that showed up on an MRI. I mean, it would be very easy and to also, But here's the thing. We're, we're, we're back at it kind of like we were looking at last week uh, with the UAP report. You know, there's no scientific rigor to this. Okay, you get back to the United States from, you know, Guangzhou or Havana. I scan your brain. I find irregularities. But where is the control group? Where sure. is the pre-Havana the brain scan? The people that... Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, where, where's the brain scan that shows they had a normal, I don't know, normal, but, you know, that didn't have this damage before they went to Havana or Guangzhou or the White House lawn? I mean, you don't know what these people, what these diplomats go through or CIA agents go through before they do go abroad, do you? I mean, they, I don't. They, there's usually they, some they kind have, of physical involved. They'll have a medical examination, but they're not getting MRIs right. and, and things like that. No, I wouldn't imagine they would get the detailed fMRI kind of scans. 
you know, uh, and, 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 you know, that's the thing, too, with this psychogenic origin uh, uh, theory is that, you know, people say, if I come to you and I say, you know, how were you feeling six months ago? You know, you might say I was feeling fine. That's a you hard question. You wouldn't necessarily think about yeah. I was feeling Neil ill, brings up a good point. dizzy, if, I was having trouble concentrating. Yeah, if you ask them, if, if you say, how were you feeling six months ago, and they know that you're, that, that there's a bunch of people reporting issues, they're going to... It's a natural thing to start thinking you had those issues too. Well, but also, right. the, and but, especially. But, but to, oh, sorry. Go on, please. Well, I was just going to say, especially going to countries where we have a less than amicable relationship, China, Russia. I mean, Havana, especially. My first night in Havana, my first day in Havana, I was pulled out of line uh, at the airport. They held my bag from the airplane as they went through it. They didn't tell me that, but it was that's what they were doing. Hmm. Um, they questioned me outside of the line when because was I was the only person from the United States in the in the line. What was the question? Sorry. When was this? Uh, this was uh, 2014, October of 2014. Okay. So it was before, before the this, yeah. uh, December 17th, 2014 announcement of you know reestablishing diplomatic relationships. That was in 2014. Yes, wow. it was that long ago. I can't believe that. I mean, I, of course, yeah. I mean, this show is full of things I can't believe, but I mean, that's, uh, you know. <laughs> well, um, but, but my, 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 anyway, my yeah, point please, was, you know, at that night, I couldn't fall asleep because every thump, every, you know, step, every every strange noise was the Ministry of the Interior coming to take me away. Right. You know, so if I'm in the State Department, whether or not I'm CIA, if I'm being trained, okay, you're going to Cuba, it's, you know, it's, it's, a, uh, it's like East Germany with palm trees. <laughs> You know, and then someone says to you, oh, by the way, have you had any problems with, you know, lack of concentration, inability to hear things? Have you felt dizzy? Have you had headaches? You go to Havana, my wife falls sick immediately just because the air is so crappy there. Nobody has, what's a catalytic converter over there? It's all, you know, old 1950s Fords and then Chinese sedans. Well, there's there's a the couple, air quality in Havana is terrible. You're gonna start feeling ill as soon as you get off the plane. But these are people that know what to expect. These aren't people that are just going to Actually, Havana. These are people I would that say work no. for the. We, we, these are people we had. We we didn't have diplomatic relations with this country for half a century, and now you've got dozens of people. No, but there are all. But there are other there are other people the that are going to China. They're, they're experiencing a lot of the same stuff Neil probably experienced. The, well, no, no, no. But but Kyle, right. Kyle. You're you're forgetting about the people that are going to that are experiencing these exact same uh, uh, symptoms going to countries that we do have and we have had diplomatic relationships with for decades: Australia, China, and Russia. That's they've all happened there, and those are places that we have been numerous times, and we've had you know varying but still relationships with all of those countries. By the way. in the, I, I, there was this BBC report from 2019 that talked about the Havana syndrome, and they said that 44, we, talk, we said there was like 100 and, 113, was it? 130. So 44 of the 130 people were scanned with FM, fMRIs, and those scans were compared to a group of healthy volunteers. And the author said the diplomats, these 44 diplomats, showed less white matter in the brain, which could affect the brain's ability to send messages, as well as other changes affecting auditory and spatial functions. Now, you had a point, you had a good point in saying we didn't get the control of before they left. That's a very good point. But we do have, uh, we have, we do have things to compare them to a normal, normalized, relatively speaking, a normal MRI scan of a healthy individual in their demographic. 
Sure. So there see, are that's interesting because you know there was a, a March 2018 report in JAMA, uh, the Journal of American Medical Association, that said there was no evidence of white matter tract abnormalities. Well, I think they're, they're, they're I mean, <laughs> but but that they same call report the BBC. Does say that I don't know the what diplomats appear to have sustained injury to widespread brain networks. But again, in the absence of being able to say, well, you know, what was the specific cause? Right. I think we have um, to we have to remember what the source for most of this information is, and it's an intelligence agency. So we can't. We can't. It's an intelligence agency that doesn't have the intelligence on what's causing these problems, and they've got a finger in all of the pies of news. It's the, exactly. So, it's an intelligence agency they, that may have a finger on what this is. They may actually know what it is, but they can't. They can't start disclosing it for fear of making the trail go cold. If they, if, you know, if they actually know right, what they're I mean, working but, on, but remember, if they know who's doing the, this, or if they're, if we're doing it to our own people, uh, you know, they're not going to be out about that they will only respond to people screaming at them and saying we want information such as a congressional investigation um such as the same people that screamed at the pentagon for information about ufos like marco rubio and uh, senator which Warner. is why we finally a- got the ufo report and it's why we finally have some sort of an acknowledgement that there is an ongoing issue uh, but of course, right. we're not going to we're not going to know what this is for a very very long time, if ever. But Rubio was asking for the same thing. There was a very recent Senate Intelligence Committee a couple weeks ago, I believe, or maybe it was a few weeks ago now. A very recent Senate Intelligence Committee meeting about this very thing, and it sounds like Rubio and Warner, Senator from Virginia, uh, they they seek to plan. They, sorry, they plan to investigate. What's going on with the new CIA director, Mr. Burns? Well, what their what their ultimate goal, and they're looking for the same thing. It's very analogous to the way. Hold on, it's very analogous to the UFO stuff. They're looking for the same thing. They're looking for a process. They're looking for reporting. They're looking for a workflow. They're looking for data collection and aggregation and analysis. They don't really have that. We just have disparate reports from the last five years of. What's been happening to whom? And I think they know, as well as everyone knows, that they're getting blood from a stone if they're trying to get information out of the CIA, which is why the uh, bill that actually passed in the Senate had really nothing to do with getting info from the CIA, and more, it was a a, a bill to compensate and treat uh, victims of this of these attacks. The Havana Act. Yeah. You're, you're talking about the Correct. Havana yes. Act, right? Helping American victims afflicted by neurological attacks, as in doing a podcast with Kyle. Um, Do, does yeah. every does every bill we pass, by the way, have to have it, some kind of acronym? It's, Is this... What's the acronym? It, it's a retronym. Right, it's like they wanted to. They had to come a, up a with a backronym. I think, as you, yeah. you could call it colloquially, yes. We want to call it the Havana Act. So let's let's see. Helping America, we got to help America. Right, exactly. Helping America, yeah, very affected. No, helping American victims. I like victims. Yeah, that sounds bad. Victims. Yeah. Afflicted by N. Uh, um, I don't know. Well, it's oh noise attack. Noise attack. Neurological. Affliction, yeah. yeah, and it's got. And unlike the they, it could be crickets for flip's sake. Right. There's, yeah. And unlike the unlike the bill to help 9/11 first responders, this received bipartisan support, and the House voted to pass it about a month ago. Also sponsored by Rubio and uh, the, the House, Susan the Collins House of Maine. It. The Senate passed it. It hasn't gone to the House. Yet. Uh, it said the House. Well, eh, I'm sorry. Well, no, it said the that the House voted to pass it about a month ago, and I guess it's in the Senate now. Um, 
but but Rubio and May and uh, and and Collins of Maine are, are are spearheading this in the Senate, all along with they're working with Senator Warner, who's working with Mr. Burns from the CIA. So this is going to go over really well. And what I mean by well is, I mean if we ever find out, it's going to be classified. Unlike the UFO report, I think that even even Rubio would be. He'd be fine with a classified report on this stuff because it seems much more, no pun intended, down to earth. So, um, but there's still this kind of dichotomy in reporting of, you know, is this something that was congenital? Did people have some kind of something? Did they have some kind of psychological or neurological precursor that these ultrasonic, infrasonic, whatever signals set off? Or is there something where... Um, I don't know, that they just woke up one day and all they could hear was just. Well, I think it's, I think it's, it's obvious that it is more than just psychosomatic things or collective delusions or isolated. But it's still going back and forth. Is is it though? Is it obvious? I, I think it's obvious to anyone that it's obvious to me because. (laughs) <laughs> because I've been obsessed with this for years <laughs> and it's it seems like something that um it seems like something that has been used as a political uh a political wedge between our relationship with Cuba and absolutely and, and it's being it's being used it, it's it's a tr- it's a real thing we're not really talking about the real thing. We're talking about all the stuff that we can use around it, the opportunistic uh, side of, of politics. How And it's not just Cuba. It's also, I mean, Biden is, uh, in, in. there was an NPR report about this from a week ago. It said Biden is looking for an excuse to throw sanctions on Russia. So and this is one of the reasons why they're dedicating more resources to this type <laughs> of stuff. He's not going to have to look hard. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I, I don't think it's a coincidence that December 2016, right after the election, someone comes forward from Cuba and says, oh, I've been attacked by the Cubans. Right. Uh, gives then, Donald then, Trump, you know, obviously he can't just say, well, we're going to shut down diplomatic relations again. But, uh, you know, undoing every possible part of Obama's legacy, uh, we're going to do as much as we can. We're going to, you know, understaff, destaff the embassy. Um, and then know, the, the guy up, that and was... Now, and now China and Russia... And and also the guy that was put into char- put in charge of handling Russian meddling air quotes the 2016 election was a victim of this attack, so um, there's a lot of stuff. And in fact, the U.S. Navy it looks like uh, the Navy in 2004 was working on exactly something like this called Medusa, another retronym, yeah. mob excess deterrent using silent audio. It's a company called Waveband. Did they used to make modems? I, is that the wrong? I think it was like not the modem company. I, I don't think. The... Wait, Waveband? Yeah. Wasn't that like a modem back in the day? Anyway. Oh, shoot. Anyway. Yeah, there, were... there was some kind of wave something. Something, or yeah. Uh, they were given $100,000 to make a prototype of this thing, and they, have, they were able to show immediate effects of a microwave auditory effect, M-A-E. And those effects were disorientation and the impression of hearing sounds. And I... I know yeah, that we that, could have was, a, a, an episode about a, with Chad about that. It was a crowd control device that they were working on. LRAD. and and it's similar. You know, we, we actually use technology. Well, no, this like is. This. I mean, there's a there's a. Well, thing no, no, the, they were not. Oh, hold on, hold on. They were. They, this was something different. They 
What we have are, uh, it's, it's similar, but it's not exactly the same thing. LRAD, which is long-range acoustic devices. Those are, sounds like it's going out, out on outside of my window right now, uh, sound cannons and just ways of, of, of using non-lethal weaponry to control, the, to control protesters or, to, or, like you said, crowd control. Uh, that, that's not exactly the same thing as ultrasonic or microwave no, but the, the Medusa, radiation. And if you, if the you, Medusa if you was, look at the acronym... It, it is a it was a being developed as a crowd control device uh, as a, as a way to clear buildings as a way to clear um co- you know clear air areas in order to put let personnel come in uh it's similar to the mosquito which we've actually it's another sonic tool that we've been using for decades uh to control teenagers uh they put these little devices oh, right, outside yeah. of shopping malls or areas where teenagers loiter and it plays a frequency that People with young ears, they're the only ones that can hear it, and it's annoying. Can it you sounds, still hear those? It's, what's that? Can you still hear those? No, I can't. I've, I've, I've tried. I've listened to it. <laughs> I actually could hear them until my mid-20s, and I was very proud of myself, but I can no longer hear them. Okay. I can still hear them, but I'm a few years younger than you. Yes. I don't know. Neil, have you tried listening I, to I, those? Not lately. Um, I probably couldn't hear it over my tinnitus, but... Yeah. Um, that's well. That's what it is. It, that's really it's bad. It's a device that, Maybe you that almost the, makes you feel yeah. like you have tinnitus, so you leave the area. Now that's what that, that, uh, and a, I don't know if it's a parallel development, but a similar type of of idea is what led to this Medusa, a way to 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 have something that's easily deployable by a small amount of personnel to clear a crowd or a riot or an embassy, or whatever they have to clear. Now, of course, that was technology that wasn't super classified. It was, uh, there were public requisitions for the technology. It was being developed without without a lot of subterfuge. This is a, this thing that we're talking about now, the Havana weapon, is a, a, a similar animal, but it's a lot more insidious, or insidious, one of those two. <laughs> I guess possibly both. Um, so let's take a look at let's try to let's try to dissect exactly the technology that's going on. There's this University of Michigan report that tr- that tested whether or not ultrasound versus microwave. Um, well, first I should say all of the all of the studies and all of the experiments that have been done when they whether it's an analysis of the symptoms and trying to come up with a, a diagnosis or prognosis, or it's an analysis of how the technology works, they all seem to center around or or concur on pulsed radio frequency energy. It's some kind of directed energy, audio audio energy, sound pressure weapon. And everyone kind of agrees on that. There were uh, there were studies done thinking that maybe it had to do with pesticides since Cuba was uh, was using a lot of pesticides to try to combat Zika because that was a big problem in Cuba. I mean, it's a big problem here, but it was a bigger problem in Cuba a couple of years ago. And they said that these diplomats would be exposed to that type of neurotoxin or that type of pesticide or chemical. But yet more a deeper analysis of that and the symptoms and also the MRI scans show that that's not really the case. Everything kind of, like I said, it goes back to some kind of directed energy, probably radio frequency energy, but what type of radio frequency, whether it's something that's you know just above the frequency of human hearing or microwave radiation or anything like that. Um, well, I think what we're I so, think what we're seeing is we're seeing a number of these things possibly being deployed. And my question is 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 the technology that they're using are they are they 
using a similar weapon that can that can do multiple different types of energy are, are uh, uh, essentially they're these where they're talking about these something are, with these a are dial things on that can it fit in a suitcase so can they just right. like switch a dongle on this uh weapon to attack someone with microwaves if they're trying to hurt them or hit them with ultrasound if they're trying to disorient them because it does seem like i don't know i mean there's no way to f- there's no way for us to know Really? Well, that's that's kind of what I'm getting into. I think that we're seeing a rapid advancement in technology that back in 2016 um, was being used, having potentially having to be installed in some sort of a facility or some sort of a vehicle in order to um, to to hit these people, whether it was for eavesdropping or for disorienting them and making them skip a uh, skip a dinner that night. Uh, sure, and I mean honestly, the uh... damage we're seeing permanent damage to people, and it doesn't seem like you're getting that from the same kind of sonic technology that that they were talking about uh, uh, being used. Well, it depends because project. I mean you know you know that they have there, there's ultrasound that's being used to die uh, to treat cancer. There's ultrasound that's being used to treat brain tumors, and so the ability for us to use different kinds of directed energy radio frequencies or directed sound audio energy weapons or technology is definitely there. Um, The University of Michigan report really investigated the ultrasound theory. They were talking about two inaudible ultrasonic signals mixing in a nonlinear medium, and they could easily lead to audible intermodulation distortion, which are two audio waves that cross and their distortion creates a frequency that you might be able to hear so the idea is that you have Mm. two ultrasonic or microwave sources that are emitting a frequency that when it when they interfere with each other you can't you can't hear it but you can hear the interference or you could feel the interference so so the sound that these people reported hearing was a byproduct of this device and not necessarily an intention well and that's i mean i mean it's a university study So they're trying to give the benefit of the doubt. They say, quote, while our experiments do not eliminate the possibility of malicious intent to harm diplomats, they might not. Well, Um, I I mean, I I think that there's malicious intent is always just, you know, malicious intent is just a... It really depends on who's doing it. You move the dial a little bit on these kind of machines, and you're going from being a nuisance to breaking someone's brain. I mean, once you take the shielding off of your microwave at, uh, cooker at home, it can do all sorts of stuff. And, and that's that's more and more uh, evidence for me that, or more and more evidence for me to suspect that this is an adversarial nation. Because think about this: this is hold on. They said it's also possible that someone was trying to covertly deliver data into a localized space using ultrasound to say activate a sensor or another hidden device. The University of Michigan's experiments also show that tones modulated on an ultrasonic carrier frequency by one or more parties could have collided to basically do what we said, produce audible byproducts. These audible byproducts can exist at frequencies known to cause annoyance and pain and tinnitus. And I don't know if these are, like I said, they don't know if this is legitimate and this is an unfortunate side effect. They, it even says, or it could just be ultrasonic pest repellents, and kind of like what you were talking to, Kyle, with the kid ring. Well, you, when you when you're uh, looking at a when you're looking at a university report, it's it's a it's they're trying to come up with an answer without 
getting into without, it without turning it into a Tom Clancy novel. And right. Well, and that that report does say I think that there's no conclusive every individual case I think they said it's not a conclusive it's just a matter of what is most likely. Yeah. Well, and that's um, I mean you could say that for anything, but they were able to produce localized audible sounds from this kind of interference remotely. They were also able to right. exfiltrate audio. So if you, were, if you were listening to something, or even they could listen to the, your, the, your typing, the sound that you make when you type on, key, on a keyboard, they could use that signature to figure out what you're typing. And they could do that with ultrasound. So it's this type of thing, it really depends on the intent. And that's the one thing that, like I said, there's, there seems to be consensus around the vague type of energy that it is. And there seems to be consensus around the general possibility of who might be doing this. There's not really a consensus around why they might be doing well, this I, I, and I whether that's malicious I mean, or not. I'm going to go ahead and speculate exactly why they're doing it. Are you going to say they're, they're, oh, they're showing us that they have um, the technology to scramble our brains from a distance on American soil Right next to the house of the president, the, whoever is doing right. this is sending a message, and the message well, to me but is very clear. We don't know, but again, the fact that it, it it started happening domestically, but it only started happening domestically recently, that could mean that we're trying to reverse engineer whatever this is and develop our own thing, or, and then test it on our, and dog food our own people, which is what the government has been doing forever. More likely, I, or some guy walking out of work had a mini stroke. <laughs> yeah. And decides to blame but the I Russians. But I think more likely... I mean, if you, could, if you could scramble some guy's brains on the White House lawn, why wouldn't you scramble Joe Biden's because brains? You, because I mean, well, who's to say, who's maybe to you say they haven't... Right away, you've done it. <laughs> who, yeah, exactly. I, I, who's, I was going to say, who's, who's, what's to say that hasn't happened yet? target immediately is because you still need to work with him, and you need to show, you, you need to show him. You need to flex. Show him that you could take him out or any other valuable asset. You could scramble their brain from... 100 meters away, we've got this tech, it's in your country, uh, you know, are you going to sanction us now? Are you going to dispute our flags being set down on man-made islands in the South China Sea? No, you're not, because we can zap you with our technology that we used to right. only be able and, to and have in Cuba, but now we've figured out how to miniaturize it, get it through airports, and get it in American soil in the capital. It's a big, big deal that I'm, I'm surprised we're not hearing more about it. Ah, get it? Maybe because we... Never mind. Ah. Um, but the thing is, is that I, I'm more... I, I, Kyle, I'll agree with you. I'll agree with you because I'm more inclined to believe the malice here, given the fact that if it were, if it were innocuous or at least weren't malicious, if it were a side effect of, of, of them trying to trigger, you know, just to communicate ultrasonically... The first couple of reports of people of U.S. diplomats going deaf and then the U.S. actively looking into this, they would have stopped Absolutely. it. Absolutely. The fact that this keeps going on in more and more places and the frequency seems to be increasing, that really, that really uh, kind of increases the do, chance for malice What they're doing here. is beta testing a weapon on American <clears throat> diplomats. But like I said, as much as I believe that, I would also very much believe that they, you know, they dusted off the Medusa project and we're trying to create one on our own. And maybe we're trying to see if we could, you know, some it's a White House staffer. Uh, they're replaceable. Quite. For, I mean, it sucks. I, but I guess you know. why, why then, my question would be, why then would you risk discovery? Why would you beta test it in Cuba in China, no, 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 no. Uh, I'm saying, Australia, I'm saying, why would you beta I'm, I'm, test it there? I'm saying there's two why not weapons. Test it on the Chechens or the Uyghurs. No, 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 no. As far as we know, they have. Neil, what been. I'm saying we is, don't, we don't know. What, what I'm, 
we don't know what's happening elsewhere. You know, it's, it's, this is a, these are, there are so many conditions that can just be explained away by getting bitten by a bug or by walking through a pest control device or drinking too much. These are, uh, these are, these are symptoms that are very easy to explain away if you go up to your boss and your boss knows that uh, it's part of, if your boss knows that he needs to keep his mouth shut, he's going to try to get you to keep your mouth shut too. And also, if we're working on a reverse-engineered version of this, we don't want to beta test it on something that might cause a retaliation. We don't want to say we don't want to beta test it on, let's say, the people that China's oppressing. Like, okay, so you're saying it was the Americans? I'm saying that there's two versions of this. I would honestly believe that there's the Russian, Chinese, Cuban, communist, you know, whatever version of this, and then we're trying to reverse engineer it in our own way and with our own testing. The, it, I, I could, I mean, we, I, you know, I could very much be wrong, of course, but I, I, I think that that's, that kind of tracks with the way that this is go, the way that this is happening. Sure, and I, and I, th- I would hope that. Look, and I, I'm, I'm not the the biggest flag waving patriot, but I would hope that if we were developing a weapon like this, we wouldn't straight jump straight to human testing on our own citizens. And no, but you also don't know. Well, first, I mean, they're government employees, and. You also don't know the stages that it got to before they decided to test it on somebody live. For all we know, they could have been developing this in the Navy or somewhere else in the military, testing it on military people or on rats or something like that. We have no idea. Yeah, and so I think the we point, only the know about the people no that get affected by this. It's not a domestic. It's not. This isn't a homegrown thing. This, but if this it is were domestic, if that we may if, have looked into and we may have investigated, but someone else took the ball and ran with it, and they ran a lot farther than we have. Which is well, yes, but I, I I don't want to discount our ability to reverse engineer stuff. And if if China and Russia are coming up with a, a, a supersonic and ultrasonic weapon, we should be able to at least reverse engineer it or come or you know dust off the seventeen year old project and figure out. Yeah, it's it's what, not like they're they selling did. these things on Wish, man. They're they're not no. they're not easily available. We can't get these things to start reverse engineering them. They're I mean, if we got one, you don't great. know where. The, no, no. But Kyle, you don't know what stage they're in. You don't know if the Navy or somebody else. I keep saying the Navy because they're the people that had this the Medusa project. You don't know who's working on this in the states, in the military, in the Department of Defense. You just hear you just hear the 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 siren song or not the siren song. I'm sorry, the outcry for when it happens, and we don't know. Every time it happens, I'm sure someone's getting a phone call and being yelled at and saying, "Come on, work faster. We're almost there." You wigged out that White House staffer. What happened now? Now who you got? So, I I, I don't know. Um, there was. Uh, in 2020, moving ahead a little bit, the National Academy of Science, Engineering, and Medicine produced a, another report uh, that kind of complements the University of Michigan report. And again, they talk about the sudden onset of a perceived loud sound, a sensation of intense pressure or vibration in the head, and pain in the ear or more diffusely the head. Most, most individuals reported that the sound or other sensations seemed to originate from a, part, a particular direction and were perceived only when the individual was in a specific physical location, which puts, which goes back to the idea of an ultrasonic weapon since that's very directed, or, or I guess microwave. And they don't, and like I said, there's still no kind of conclusion between whether it's ultrasonic, infrasonic, or microwave, some kind of directed energy weapon. Uh, National Academy of Sciences, uh, Science <clears throat> consulted with 19 experts in neurology, radiology, electrical engineering, etc. And they say that the report notes that the constellation, it's a good word to use, of signs and symptoms is consistent with the effect of pulsed radio frequency energy. 
We should note that consistent with in the we's them. We should note that consistent with is a term in, of art in medicine and science that allows plausibility but does not, does not assign cause. They reported that around 40 of the Havana patients, I'm sorry, they compared 40 Havana patients to 48 healthy controls and that there were small group differences in the average brain volumes in specific lobes, a decrease, a decrease in mean diffusivity, and in the midline, inferior cerebellum. That's my favorite part of the brain. And differences in functional connectivity and auditory and visual, visual spatial networks. Very similar to the BBC report with the mRNA, uh, mRNA excuse me, fMRI uh, studies. So, also, they looked into other potential causes, like I said, what we did with the UFO report. Could it be insecticides? Could it be Zika? Could it be some kind of cancer or some kind of cell death or cell oxidative stress that can make your hair fall out? Could it be some kind of other chemical agent? Could Or, and, and all of those came back, eh, maybe, probably not. It's a much higher chance of having this pulsed radio frequency energy. What a gift that uh, we that we and uh, the UK and all these universities, what a gift that we have given to whoever's developing this weapon by coming up with all this data and science and these MRIs, everything they need to uh, solidify I mean, the effectiveness of their weapon. <laughs> I mean, chances are they already had. It's not like we're testing it in ways that they don't have. So if they've developed this technology, they've, excuse me, they definitely know of what it's doing to people. Or they, I guess they don't, I shouldn't say they definitely know, but they, they should. Well, let's use Russia as an example. Stuff. Russia is known to uh, tap people with the Novacek nerve agent um, whenever they sure. run afoul of, uh, of, of their government. What, who is that guy that died uh, because he drank a cup of tea that was poisoned? Um, I know Navalny was the most recent one that is in. I think it was prison. him, Navalny. Uh, no, he well, he's he's locked up right now. Um, oh, there was the the guy in London, I think, right? Oh, the yes, the guy Asian and his guy. daughter, and I can't remember their name. But uh, yeah, either way, what I'm what I'm getting at with that is is we know that we know that there are some countries, uh, whether they admit it or not, that are not afraid to kill someone, and they're not afraid to maim someone, and. Um, you know, but they're but they're not just they're not just doing it to random people. They're doing it to specific people in specific roles sure. of the government. Sure, and my my and point being, Sergey. I know. Yeah, you, I mean, the point Sergei that you made before is right. I'm sorry. But my my point being is that that they're they have been testing this on their end as well. The 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 reason that we're starting to experience this is because they've gotten their weapon good enough to try using it in the field. Uh, they've got plenty of subjects to use this on. I'm sure there are plenty of people that have spoken out against these governments that uh, will wake up with a headache in the middle of the night and they don't know what it's for. And they're probably connecting the dots, you know, now that this is uh, that this is being exposed, at least at least on our shores. Yeah. And I mean, check this out um, again, CIA officers and but they're in Australia. They found out that. Um, they they walk back the timeline from when these when these CIA officers or CIA officials felt these symptoms, and they were able to find mobile phone data that was a, that was able to prove suspected agents from the FSB, which stands for oh, that's a word I can't pronounce, right? It's like a very long. It's essentially the the Russian new security KGB. service, right? Uh, the Russian security service, that they were in close proximity to the CIA officers at the time that they were attacked in Australia, Poland, Georgia, the country, and Taiwan. Uh, 
The Russian embassy in Australia, of course, did not respond, instead referring their response to the 1949 death of U.S. Secretary of Defense, Secretary of Defense James Forrestal, who said as he was dying, the Russians are coming. They're coming for us right now. Which, to me, this, I mean, that's, you know, further proof that this is uh, uh, BS. You know, BS in terms of what? What's BS? secret weapon, right, that that you can, you know, miniaturize and it's portable and you can target uh, U.S. diplomats slash CIA agents in their embassies in Tbilisi. Um, But these guys can't remember to leave their cell phone uh, back at headquarters? (laughs) I mean, like, come on! I mean, these these guys are either super geniuses or they're morons. I remember there was know? somebody else that people were saying that about for the last five years. Uh, his name was uh, Donald something. Oh, Trump? No, he was a moron. He was an absolute. No, but my, my point is, is that no okay, you know. But my, my point is, is that that's been that's a very common theme of this person is either an evil genius or an evil idiot. And they're, they're really, that really could happen. Don't underestimate the incompetence of government officials. The people that are using the weapons probably aren't the people that developed the weapons. So, you know, they might have got a manual and a, and a suitcase and, and then they said they, they forgot to read the don't leave your phone when, where you use this or something like well, that. They, You've no idea. They, they, had their, uh, they had their playlist going, man. They didn't want to interrupt their jams. <laughs> exactly. You could use this while we've got Spotify on. Yeah, it's ultrasonic. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. I guess you can't necessarily discount the stupidity of the actors on the ground. Um, but I, you know, I don't know, man. I just I, if they're supposed to be like these highly trained, you know, KGB, GRU agents, I, 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 I feel like I, checking your pockets, making sure I mean, you don't how, have any identifying documents. Out, if you're sending your guys out with an experimental weapon to be in close quarters and this machine can scramble brains, you might not want to send your best guys to run that thing. You might want to send the most well, expendable. But also don't send them out with any identifying, you know, But uh, at some point uh, they have to... Them. Well, right, but at some point they have to go back to home base or they have to contact home base to tell them about the mission in some sort of time that's close to when they did this. So well, then you use a, a dead drop or you, you go back to base. I don't know. There's retinal scans and all kinds of science fiction stuff. If we're talking about microwave weapons, you know, there's all kinds of whatever I think you can do. You know? I don't know. I, I, I mean, yeah. there, there are also all kinds of whatever in terms of trying to figure out what wireless technology that the FSB were using, not for the sonic weapon, but to communicate back to home base that the CIA was able to track to say, hey, these FSB agents were in the area right around the time when this happened. So, well, I guess, yeah, I mean, they could use a burner phone. They don't necessarily have to use... But they're not looking you know, for specific Sergei's phone numbers. IPhone. But no, no, but they're not right. But they're not using specific numbers, you know? It's not like... It's, it's more about... The fact that there's a cell phone signal and the fact that this signal is going to places that we can trace where it's going and it seems to be going back to Russia. And you're able to connect that, oh, wait, other intelligence people are telling, are let, letting us know the FSB are here at the same time, same general area when this stuff is going on. So it's, it's a very yeah, but one of those, one of those locations was like a hotel or something, I think, wasn't it? Like... I mean, a lot you of these know. were, I mean, you, were, you could have, office, if, were if hotels and office buildings and stuff like that. If you're talking about an embassy or embassy complex... You're talking about literally thousands of people that each have phones. All of them are from different countries. So, of course, even if they're un- even if they're unrelated, you're probably going to have people pinging 
that are are you just look basically you're looking for the information you need to validate your suspicion and if you see exactly and, and that's that's so I, I mean I, I hold something like that with a little bit bigger like a kosher grain of salt as opposed to a, a <laughs> sure. regular iodized um, grain of salt because you're really just kind of you're going through the list and you're picking out the ones on the menu that uh, that that you feel like tasting that night. I mean, also remember that we've got we've got Prism or whatever it's called now. We have all of our ways of snooping on other countries' infrastructures, and I'm pretty I, I you know I'm pretty sure we've got some kind of a way to monitor at the very the very least basic metadata about who's calling who in Russia in the Kremlin. I, I could be wrong. But everything that we've learned about what stuff our government has going on and the amount of fing fingers and pies that we've got, I'd like to think that we could at least say, oh, there looks like there's a cell phone communication from this part, this frequency that's going to this satellite, that's, that's, that's going to this server that we have sure. a backdoor into that's in the Kremlin. That's precisely why we But have if they're, you know... Oh, sorry, Neil. Well, I was going to say, if they're just a Russian, you know, diplomat slash, even if they are GRU FSB, are. you know, and they're in a hotel or something, they call back to her. Maybe they're calling their mom or they're calling their girlfriend or something. Yeah, that's what they'll say in court. Oh, I was calling my mom. No. Is your mom's name uh, Vladimir? How did you know? Well, that's why, that's yeah, what you do. You know it's her? plausible deniability. You always have a cover story. You know, you're, you're, who were you just talking to? Well, you, the story that... The story that you tell them is the story that the person on the other end of the phone knows because you guys have already rehearsed it. These guys are not amateurs. They, if they've got their phone, it's because they know that it's not going to hurt them to have the phone in their pocket. Um, or they know that there are or so they, many other or phones they in the don't area, think there's about so much that. data that you can't possibly pinpoint them, which if we could pinpoint them, maybe we would have done so by now. I think, I mean, let's say we were able to do that. Excuse me. Say we were able to do that, we were able to pinpoint them or at least fing give the finger to Russia. We can't really say that out loud, you know. Well, we couldn't. We, we can't couldn't unless, say we, unless that's accompanying sanctions. When this was happening, the bulk of these reports were happening under an administration that was incredibly friendly to Russia. That was doing everything they could. But it was also happening at a time where every news story had some kind of Russian angle to it. So they could have easily, it, they could have easily implied that it was Russia, but they didn't. Yes, because they, just said they this happened in Russia. Russia. FSB agents. <laughs> there was. Th no, I'm there talking was a... about the new. The, no, I'm talking about the the press, not the administration. The press didn't I'm talking know, about it, well, the, press the press didn't is... know this was happening until 2018, when that state report, uh, the State Department report, was declassified. The press was in the dark about this, aside from some whispers and some murmurs and some collected uh, data from from these harmed diplomats. Uh, it wasn't until... I wouldn't the, say that they're the entirely end. in the dark. I mean, there have been there have been reports at least a couple times a year for the last five years about this thing. Yeah, I, I feel like the Havana cases at least came out very, very early yeah, in the was, Trump it was, presidency. Yeah, it was 2017 when we recalled the diplomats, and that was... It was pretty yeah. quickly... I think it was only a few months after the first reports of this that we finally recalled them. Because we were, yeah, it was very. I remember it was very quick. But then, and, but then every yeah. every bit of information around this, it was the, the information was clamped down on, and we couldn't get any more info on this. We didn't know what was happening. In fact, the 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 State Department's uh, line on this was that it seems to be some. It, it was either that it was a weapon by the Cuban government or. We don't know what it was. It might have been some sort of sickness. There was a lot of there was a lot of stuff being thrown around 
to get us off the trail of the fact that this was probably Russia, and it was probably being um, it was it was probably being at least uh, allowed to go. Uh, it was it was allowed to happen uh, under the noses of that administration. Well, I think it was seized on, especially like we said earlier, seized on by the Trump administration. Um, you know, to to break relations with Cuba. And now it's being seized by the Biden administration to break relations with Russia that we didn't really have in the first place, but still. Right. That's that's kind of funny because, like like I said, I don't think we need to go particularly deep to sanction Russia. Right. But we always I mean, love an easy. We always Korea, love right? a low like, hanging fruit. We always love a, a nice bartering shit. Well, you you go so, you go after the fruit that's that's low hanging if that fruit happens to have nuclear weapons and has been uh, under a campaign of. Uh, murdering your soldiers uh, for ransom or for hire, um, they, you know. There's plenty of stuff that 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 points the finger to Russia. That's not just the low hanging fruit of Russia. It happens to be a oh, yeah, plenty of reasons to to sanction Russia without having to you know, I don't know, make up laser. I'm sorry, I, I don't buy this, but. <laughs> Uh, you don't yeah. wait. What what part of it don't you buy that we would be using it as a, as another way, just like as a cherry on top to the other reasons why we would sanction weapon? Russia? I don't buy that. I don't buy that it's an offensive weapon. You know, I, I like the idea, the theory that it's it's interference, two competing uh, frequencies or signals. Uh, someone's trying to bug a room and they're not doing it right. You know, uh, competing frequencies causing reverberations. I would buy that. Um, but the idea that there's someone you know parked outside the U.S. embassy. Um, in a, you know, in a in, radiation in Havana fan? or anywhere else, right. uh, aiming some kind of you know ray gun. I mean, we people. we I, like I said, we do that. That is probably a lot more common than we think. There's a lot of those vans driving around New York, well, we, just radiation vans that are just scanning everything and seeing, and they're using microwave. In, so in August of 2019, there was a, a State Department um, a State Department official or a State Department worker who who said that she was walking her dog. Her dog started to have a seizure. A van was right next to her. A guy walked out of the van right. and walked in front of her. And then she started to feel sick and nauseous and started reporting these symptoms. So, Neil, I kind of I hear what you're saying. Maybe it wasn't developed. Yeah, Maybe it like, wasn't developed as a, an offensive weapon. I think it's. I think they may have realized that it has the capability for it. And they're. Why wouldn't they refine it to be a precision offensive weapon? Well, because if I'm walking my dog and my dog starts having a seizure, I'm going to start feeling bad, too. You know, that's not evidence of anything, I don't think. Well, when was the last time that that happened? there's a van. I mean, you know, uh, there's vans all over the place. (laughs) Okay. You know, who the the main thing is, who are these people? Who are these people (laughs) that are having these these problems? You know, are they just low-level staffers? Is it someone stamping the visa? Is it it the, seems to be. I know, mean, like these are these are people at the in various parts of the hierarchy. There were people at the top. The guy uh, Polymeropolis. Polymeropolis gets easier every time I say. It. Right. He was a yeah. very high-ranking CIA official, White House staffer. Not so much. Some of the other CIA people, maybe not so much. But they they are targeting. It seems that the targets are strategic. But Neil, you have a good point. Plausible deniability works both ways. Sure. Right. And, and, you know, so I, and, and, and ages, you know, there was one report I read where a guy's got to wear hearing aids. Well, how old is he? You know, what, what were they up to? 
You know, uh, they say four people can't go back to work. You know, we're right. close to retirement anyway. I think if you, you know, nudge someone towards close retirement and you, you say, play it up like you can't go back to work. You know, if you're going to manipulate and use it for political purposes to sanction Russia, to sanction China, to sanction Cuba, you know, you can you can manufacture some stuff like so this. To what, um, to what end are they doing this? What is their objective? For who's uh, our our objective for trying to connect the dots and make this into something uh, bigger than it is. I mean, I don't think because, we're trying well, to make the, it the bigger Trump than it is. The Trump administration didn't want to have diplomatic relations with Cuba, and Biden doesn't want to have to diplomatic the, relations sorry, Eric, with I'm China. I'm talking over you. Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 no. It's fine. I was just saying. Uh, I just said Biden doesn't want to have diplomatic relations with China, and it's ironic that this one thing actually could work to both of those, both of those favors right um, so and i think that's to the benefit there is you say okay you know um maybe you go down there and you know someone makes this report and somebody seizes on that immediately and says okay you know we're being attacked you know the rex tillerson you know uh i think he was the first secretary of state under trump uh rex tillerson gets out there and he was very um in front of people saying this was an attack we're being attacked it's the cubans donald trump himself said oh i think it's the cubans you know it's a it's a weird attack but it's the cubans it's they're making political hay out of it um as you do i I would be interested to see if this havana act if anybody is actually paid out on this i think that would be a tell well there is a deadline on it i think it was uh 210 days let me see but what do you mean that would be a tell because that i mean i think i think passing the the passing the law passing the bill is a tell well, no, well, the, I mean, that, that, just reading the little summary on that uh, on that law, on that bill, um, you know, it it's, uh, closes a loophole in the Federal Employees Compensation Act, which would normally not cover damage to organs such as the brain and heart. I mean, that's ridiculous that Jeez. if you're a federal employee, you can't get covered for damage well, to your brain and heart. That's ridiculous. Um, so it's, it sounds like on the face of it, it's a good thing that that was passed. Um, but I would say if people are actually paid out for that under, you know, okay, you are a victim of this attack or whatever, I feel like once you start that paper trail, uh, that is, um, that's a good indication that there's something, that there is a there there rather than we're just going to seize on this, you know, it's a psychosomatic, uh, illness, it's mass hysteria. I mean, I, I, I think it's happened thing. to too many people in too many different places, very similarly similarly to the UAP stuff. It's happened to too many people in too many different places to just write off as psychosomatic or idiosyncratic. There's but you have, definitely you a have trend there. Sensor scanner data for these UAPs. You have them on video. You, you have know, sensors, but you're, you're, you have sensors. You don't have sensors for UAPs. You have sensors that are picking up things that are interpreted as a UAP because they're outside of what the sensor is designed to provide. Similar to this, you have people that are saying, "I hear this. I feel this thing in my head. I hear this noise, and then I go deaf." You know, it's or I hear this thing, and my Neil, pet has a Neil, seizure. You've got me on a completely different path now because Occam's razor. It's a <laughs> lot easier to just. Have a couple dozen people who are already lying for a living. It's a lot easier to have them make up some symptoms and and uh, and pretend to be uh, sick than it is to 
develop a weapon that can scramble someone's brain from well, a parking no, lot. No, but I mean, the lack of... Uh, right. And, and I want to be clear, too. I don't necessarily think that everybody is full of beans on this. I think some people legitimately believe that they are experiencing this. Um... I don't think it's a it's a it's a conspiracy that they're trying to make this up. I think people are like two people came forward initially, or one person, then the embassy staff, then the State Department started asking people at the embassy in Havana, "Hey, have you had any weird symptoms? Have you had this note? Have you noticed this?" And that primes people. Mm. They're primed then to respond and say. Yes, I had this. Yes, I've had trouble concentrating. It's the same thing as if I'm trying to sell you a crystal. Right, I, I say, do you ever wake up in the morning and you feel tired? That's because well, okay, you live but, in but, a toxic but, environment. But when There's was the, toxins. But when you was need the last, to detox. But, you know, when was the last time you walked your dog and your dog had a seizure? I mean, that's Thankfully, not, it hasn't happened yet. Right, but that's not a, that's not a typical thing that happens to dogs. Yes, but I'm it sure does there's happen. Some dogs dogs are, have seizures. You're right. Okay. <laughs> Look, I, we're, we're coming up on an hour. I don't know how much longer we want to go, but I did, I, we are I did kind of going in circles up. here. Yeah, what's that? Sorry. So we are kind of going in circles here. Sure, but I, I do want to bring up. This is something I was looking at. I, the sure. town of Leroy, New York. Okay, in 2012, 18 teenage girls started exhibiting symptoms of Tourette's. Okay. Okay. Now, they had the same, you know, vocal tics, involuntary motor tics. You know, if you presented was there these girls lead in to the, the doctors. What's that? Was, there, was it like a Flint, Michigan? Was there lead in the water? Was there? No, there was no cause. They, they went on, I think, uh, the BBC did a documentary, maybe 60 Minutes or Dateline maybe did a thing about this. And then, you know what? They graduated high school and like all but I think one or two of the girls, uh, no symptoms. It's like a, it's, and they looked at it later, and they said, "You know what? It was probably a quote-unquote mass hysteria, psychogenic illness. You know that you're under a lot of stress as a high school girl, as a high school senior or junior. Um, you know, and and your friend is sick, and you start feeling funky, and then maybe you start exhibiting these same symptoms. So you think that this could be hysteria? This could be stress? This could be anxiety yes. manifesting itself? And in- yes, I think if you're primed to believe." That essentially the Cuban state security agencies, you know, it's the Stasi, it's the KGB. You no, know, but this they is happening. But this East is happening Germans. to CIA agents in Australia, in countries that we don't have a problem with, other NATO countries. Mm-hmm. This is happening, right? And in- so, but that happened much later. Yeah, well, you know, the principal of that school, True. Ivan Chikarov, you know, said that it was getting... not a problem. Said that it wasn't a real, uh, it wasn't a real symptom. Uh, you, uh, you, I stepped over the joke. I was using a Russian name as the principal of the school to say, yeah. There was a joke there? Yeah, it was like a lead balloon. That's all right. Um, but so I think, you know, if you're in that diplomatic corps, if you are a CIA agent, if you are, you know, posted overseas and they say to you, hey, uh, you need to be aware of lapse in concentration ringing in your ears uh, waking up with a headache or feeling confused, or you know whatever the case may be. If I prime you to be on alert for these symptoms, so these are people that it's it, it, these are people that have noticeable differences in their brain matter when they're scanned. I mean, yes, yes, critical anxiety, clinical anxiety, very crazy amounts of anxiety can affect your brain and stress. It can affect your brain, but I, I, the, there's a certain consensus here that makes it. Like I said, it seems to be. 
trending more than just an idiosyncratic or psychosomatic response. You have a, you have a decent point with these with these kids that got Tourette's, that got over it. Um, I don't know if they were given MRIs though. I I don't. It's been because like I say, it was 2012, and I'm sure it's been every bit of seven, six, seven years since I watched you know the Dateline or BBC. But I think the BBC special was called "The Town That Caught Tourette's." Mm. And maybe I'll try to track that down or track down some more information on that. Um, you know, but whether or not they had the MRIs, they may not have presented, you know, the physical manifestations of Tourette's in the brain. Um, you know, which people, like you said, Eric, oh, was it lead in the water? Was it, you know, some kind of pesticide? You know, was it the rare jungle cricket? I Something mean, there's, like that. Uh, what's that? Is it Legionnaire's disease? There's, yes. some, there's some kind of yeah, disease that... Fungus? Yeah, yeah. That's that I, that has been plaguing New York. I know that's not in the city, but it's been plaguing New York well, for it, a while now. Yeah, it comes from uh, it comes from bad water being sent through evaporative cooling systems. So New York has a lot of old swamp coolers on the buildings, and uh, that's that's why it's still um, that's that's why it still affects people. When it when when that water it aerosolizes, uh, you get Legionnaires' disease, but that manifests in some very obvious physical it's yeah it's it's uh tough to hide that one i think you get like lesions on the brain or something don't you it's a major uh major so so do you think that it's occam's razor plus neuroplasticity plus a lot of internalized stress and anxiety in these high stress professions high stress environments that could be leading to this stuff that's what I think, yes. I mean, you know, it, and outside of that, I would say, you know, the, the, maybe there are some cases then where the fMRIs show the brain damage, where that might have been the interference or something, the radio waves. But I think, over, you know, 130 cases, uh, no, I, I think a lot of that is going to be... What about the... Uh, uh, you know, the, the, those, those MRI machines were made by Dominion. Oh, there you go. <laughs> All right, well, yeah. Um, there's, I mean, there's... Uh... Observed disruption of electronic devices in the immediate environment. That goes beyond anything that's going on inside of your head. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, there I, seems I, to be again, another element of, to this uh, thing that's more than just... Open-ended, open-ended link. What does that mean? What do you mean, what does that mean? That means that well, there's uh, something that's, that's like your phone messes up while you're hearing this noise, while you have a massive headache, and you could see stuff is, stuff is not acting properly around you. I don't know what else to say. This is very vague because we only have very vague... <laughs> Uh, information about this right but i mean that's what i'm saying yeah, especially in cuba again uh you know their electric grid is not state-of-the-art okay know, what, so you think that the people are malfunctioning that, my phone loses signal i well, can't they don't I, have a I can't post on instagram so my phone is not operating properly you think that's what these people are saying it could be i don't know all right well you know, if the light flickers in your room well that's not uncommon either right down there but yeah i i guess i'm i'm placing some credence with the fact that these people would know the very basics of stuff that would go wrong stuff that would happen in a country that is not at the same kind of falling standard that we are in the u.s you know these people have gone abroad they do know what it's like to go to another country it's not like this is the first mission that these people went on so right but i guess i would say too like okay you know if i was uh in there and i said uh you know, oh, the lights are flickering, and then a week later, oh, I'm feeling bad, and the lights are flickering. <gasps> the lights were flickering because they were trying to zap me with the laser beam, and they missed. Right. Well, you know, I mean, uh, well, we should we should ask Chad. We should ask Chad about this because he might he might say yes to that. I don't know. 
I, I would love to, I would love to hear uh, from Chad as well. This is something we can definitely revisit for sure. Yeah, I th- um, I think Chad will be back next week too. Um, okay. And so you know what? Why don't we put a pin on it since we're pin, pin in it, pin on it since we're a little over an hour. Uh, anything else to mention about this? I think we've covered all the all the information that we've got outside of reading the reports to you, which you know. I, don't know how useful that would be, Kyle. What do you think? No, I, th- I think uh, I think we've covered it, and I I was gung ho until I uh, talked to Neil, and now I'm uh, now very now good I gotta, litigation. Now I got to put on. Hopefully, the tinfoil hat will protect me uh, from these rays. <laughs> well, and I got to read up and see. I got to see these reports and see. You know, I'm curious about these MRIs and that kind of thing, and see what kind of physical. Uh, Manifestations, damage, what, what have you, sure. might be there. All right. Um, well, with that, uh, it's kind of a loose episode, but you know, it's kind of a vague topic. So I guess well, that's fine. And I, uh, I really hope that all of you out there will join us back here next time for uh, We're Out There. Did I do it right? Did I do it right this time? Good enough. Sounds good. All right. I, let's take it. Have a great night, everybody. Thank you, Neil. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you. Thank you. This has been a Pneumonium production. The views and opinions expressed on We're Out There do not necessarily reflect those of Pneumonium LLC or its subsidiaries. Theme music by Matt Baltrucky.